This is Bill and Matt, and you're listening to the Simplifying Jesus Podcast, where we're breaking barriers through communication. Welcome to episode three. Matt, what you got today for us? So today we're going to piggyback a little bit off of what we talked about uh, in the last episode um, with hypocrisy and self-righteousness in the church. And uh, we're going to talk about how the church can seem rigid and intolerant um, and talk about the issue of how sometimes our attitudes and and that that rigidity that we put off can push people away. Um, So you know, what exactly is it that, that makes us seem rigid and intolerant? Um, it comes down to a couple of things. One is, uh, the hardline stances that we take on issues. Um, you know, it's kind of a, uh, my way or the highway in a lot of things. And, and there's good reason for that. Um, we've got our biblical beliefs. We have our, our standards that were laid out in the Bible. And so they're, they're kind of black and white, uh, uh hardline stances, but, uh, sometimes how we deal with those things can mm-hmm. come across as being pretty rigid and, and, and intolerant. Um, and so that can push people away. Um, there's a, a quote that uh, Rachel, my wife, um, Rachel's uncle, um, likes to use from a guy named Casey Chesterson. He said, tolerance is a virtue for a man without convictions. And uh, and I, I, I tend to agree with that, um, that, that we've, you know, it's important that, um, we have our convictions and that, um, for, I guess on a, on a personal level that we've got those kind of convictions, but that's also the same kind of attitude that can lead to that view of the church being intolerant. Right. Right. And you know, there, I agree with you having convictions can lead to not being tolerant for a lot of things. Right. The problem is that we can't have intolerance for people. Yeah. We have to. It, we can be intolerant for their life choices. Mm-hmm. Um, we can have those hardline stances on, um, you know, we don't agree with this. Yeah. But if when when it comes to uh, being so dead set against what they're doing that mm-hmm. we hate the person that right. we that we don't want to have anything to do with that person, that's mm-hmm. where it becomes a huge problem. Absolutely. Um, and in 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 doing that. We forget, you know, this is where the hypocrisy from the last episode comes mm-hmm. in. We have to focus on our own lives, yeah. not what everybody else is doing. Right. Um, I I was driving around the other day, and I felt like this was a good example for this. Um, <laughs> uh, on a on a almost silly level, but eh, I'm going to scratch that. Um, <laughs> I felt like this was a good example for this because um, I was driving through a small town, and there was a house on the corner, and I could see on the fence it had a sign that says "Jesus saves." Hmm. I was like, "Good for them, you know they're yeah. they're spreading the gospel." All right, right. Um, they're not wrong. Jesus saves, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing. Um, then I got a little closer to it, and I could see another sign on their fence, and it said, "The end is near." Okay, we're starting <laughs> to get into you know the the man on the on the corner, you know, right. you're all going to die. We're, the end is near. You're going to yeah. go to hell. You know, <laughs> I, I, we're starting to get into that. Yeah. A little hellfire and brimstone kind uh, of stuff. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then, then I got around the corner and I could see on the other fence, um, it said, uh, um, um, oh, there was one more sign. Hold on. I'm going to pause for a second. I need to think of this. So I got around that corner and uh, I saw those first two signs. I got around the corner and then I saw one on their porch kind of hidden away, hmm. but it was still very prominent um, mm-hmm. uh, as you got past it. And it said, alcohol kills. And it's like, 
Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold yes. On. Jesus saves. Okay, yes, the end is near at some point. Maybe tomorrow, maybe in a thousand years, maybe. Who knows? Right. Um, only God knows, right? Um, and I know their point was, you know, repent and and mm-hmm. find Jesus and, and the end is near. Okay, cool. And then they get to that alcohol saves sign. And then it's... Alcohol kills. Alcohol kills. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and then we get to that alcohol kills sign. And... Now you're pushing your issues onto other people. Right. Right. Now, maybe this person, I don't know their story. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're former alcoholics. Maybe they're, maybe they've lost somebody to alcohol. Sure. Um, these are all real situations. Um, but when you start pushing that kind of, uh, um, that kind those kind of issues mm-hmm. onto people. Right. In line with Jesus, that's when you start using Jesus to push people away from Jesus. Right. Right. And, and that's a problem because, mm-hmm. yes, alcohol kills, but people die in their sleep every day mm-hmm. um, for no reason. Uh, drugs kill. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, accidents, car accidents kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, guns kill. Knives kill. Um, falling and hitting your head kills. Right. Like, there are so many ways you right. can die. Um, so we can't use Jesus to... As I said, we can't use Jesus to push people away from Jesus. Yeah, and and what you know what happens with that is the message that's being sent is okay. Jesus saves. The end is near. You need to act on this now. But oh, by the way, alcohol is the devil. Right. And and you know let's let's just get real here for a minute. Jesus drank wine in the Bible. You know, there's conversations about what exactly it was, but it's not. It's clear that it was an alcoholic beverage then, like it is now. To you some know, extent, yeah. Yeah, and and so this this idea that you can't have any drinks, it's just not, that's not biblical. And so you're mixing biblical stuff with not biblical stuff. And that's what makes the church seem so rigid and intolerant is when exactly. we've got these hardline stances that may not even be biblical and 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 start pushing them on other people. Right. Um, you know, what it leads to is people feel rejected before they ever walk in the door. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are people that, that may have, um, uh, may have particular lifestyle or they may, um, have done some things in their past that they're not proud of now. Um, and if they feel like they're judged before they walk in the door, they're not going to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can tell you from personal experience in my, uh, so, I'm back up a little bit. I grew up in church, right? So I was a bit really pretty much literally born into it. Um, and, uh, but in my college days when I was out of the house and on my own and in early adulthood, I fell away. Um, I, uh, you know, started making some excuses. Oh, I've got to work on this school project. So I'm not going to go, or I've got, um, work stuff. I had a really hard work week. I just need to sleep in this Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. which if you know me, you know, I don't sleep in anyway. <laughs> um, so that's not a real thing, but, but I convinced myself I just needed that Sunday off. Um, and so, you know, I started, I started to kind of back off a little bit from the church and, and what that was. Uh, I had some sin stuff that I was dealing with that I didn't want to talk about. And so you pile that on to already falling away from the church a little bit. And eventually you put, you put it all together and it made it really hard to get back into the church. Um, and you know, cause eventually I, I got to a point where I was pretty much only going when I was with family, um, you know, hitting the major holidays of Christmas and Easter and all that. Um, but I wasn't active in church at all. Um, 
And, and so, like I said, eventually you put, um, that with the sin stuff and it made it really, really hard to come back. In fact, the only thing that got me back in was the fact that uh, my now wife, Rachel, uh, and I were dating at the time, uh, we broke up and it was kind of a shock to the system. Um, and, and I knew I had to get my life right. I started to see a lot of the issues and being in church was one of the ones that I really wanted to, to get on, but, uh, to, to get back into, but that's what it took to get me back in. What kept me out though, was this, I knew I had issues and I felt like if I walk in the door, people are going to see that people are not going to be tolerant of me because I haven't been in church for in a while. And so they're going to look at me differently. So here's the reality check. If I felt that way after growing up in the church and being around the church my entire life, that's exactly how somebody's going to feel if they've got stuff they're dealing with. And, and if I can have that feeling, anybody can. Yeah. I mean, I'm the opposite of Matt. I did not grow up in the church. I had only gone a handful of times as a kid, uh, with grandparents, great grandparents. And, and, um, you know, it wasn't something that, that was important to me. Um, but when I did start wanting to check it out, I was concerned about those things. I was concerned about the way I dressed, that, that I wouldn't be accepted. Oh, did I have to have a suit and tie? Right. I don't know. I've right. never been. I don't know. I, I see people come out of church in suit and ties. Mm-hmm. I don't like suit and tie. Uh, I don't want to <laughs> wear a suit and tie. I don't want to go to church. Um, you don't have to wear a suit and tie, people. Um, um, but, you know, there was the life I lived. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, uh, my 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 language was horrible. You know, mm-hmm. I grew up cussing, uh, you know, uh, like crazy and, and um different issues in my life that, mm-hmm. that I, at the time, honestly, didn't even realize was wrong. Hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, just not knowing how to act around big groups of people where, yeah. where, especially when they're trying to be, you know, all prim and proper and, 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 uh, that wasn't me. That yeah. was, you know, I grew up country boy out there, you know, dirty running around holes in the jeans, you know, <laughs> that's just the way I, uh, the way things were for yeah. me. And, um, I didn't even know how to act, you know, in, in the general public, um, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've probably got a picture somewhere with the, you know, the people of Walmart thing, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I might be in one of those who knows, but, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's a genuine concern. If you don't know what it's all about, how to act, how to dress, how to, you right. know, all these rituals that we'll talk about in a future yeah. podcast, but yeah. you know, all these things that go on in the church, if you don't know, um, what it is. It's going to keep you away from it. That's right. That's right. And and that's the last thing we want to do as the church is to do anything that's going to put up barriers for somebody coming in um, because we we want people to feel welcome. Uh, we want people to know that they're loved, that God loves them, and that we love them. But sometimes we do put off that air that you know it, we're. We're, we're, we're rigid. We're, we're the frozen chosen as, as some people call, uh, we're, we are, uh, we're just, we're just intolerant. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, you know, so how we, how do we kind of work around this? And, and it comes back to a balance. Um, we have to be firm in what we believe. And that's, we are not by any stretch of the imagination saying to, um, uh, to 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 not believe and live life the way that the Bible teaches. Um, that is that is not the point. Um, you know, it's like the old saying: a man who uh, 
stands for nothing will fall for anything. Um, it's that Aaron Tippin song, right? That's right. That's right. That's exactly what that is. <laughs> and and so we have to have we have to have our convictions, right? We have to we have to have our beliefs. If we don't, um, then we're not talking about faith. We're not talking about religion, which religion's kind of a buzzword, and we'll we'll come back around to that later. But um, we're not having. We're, we're not living life a certain way. We're not living life the way Jesus called us to. Um, so, so we do have to live biblically um, because that's, that's what it means to be a Christian uh, is that relationship and living, living life that way. But it's about what we do with it with other people that really matters. Right. And um, it's about that relationship. Um, we have to love people regardless of their life choices. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we cannot hate somebody because they're gay. We cannot hate somebody because they um, don't think the way we do right. or um, because they are a, of a, a different political stance. Right. Um, you know, that's just uh, um, that's where we become intolerant about uh, about the people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, hate the sin, love the sinner. Right. 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 It all comes back down to those relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't matter where you were. Um but it's it's um, God loves you no matter what you've done. Yeah. Um, whether you understand that or know Him or or not, mm-hmm. um, but it's a it's it's a leap of faith to accept that and yeah. to say, okay, I want to accept. I want to accept that love. Um, and then you start asking questions. Mm-hmm. And when you when you're intolerant, people don't want to ask you questions. Right. People don't want to know more about about any of this stuff. Yep. All they want to do is run from you. Yeah. And I don't yeah. blame them. Um, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. So um, you just got to remember that you know it doesn't matter where you were or where you're headed. Um, God loves you, and if you can accept that, you're going to be heading in a good direction. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, like you said, we we shouldn't go around as uh, being being intolerant of, of these things and, and and of these people. Um, you don't. We shouldn't go around being Bible thumpers. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, there there are all kinds of stories of, um, and and I've got some some personal experiences of the guys standing on the corner that are just shaking the Bible and you know, repent today. You know, kind of like the signs that you were you were talking mm-hmm. about and um you know we we don't need to be that that's what's going to push people away um we we need to we need to live the way we're supposed to um but we can't push that on everybody else and and honestly you can't expect that of everybody else if you know somebody's not in church and not reading their bible and not on the up and up with what you believe of course they're not going to live that way how would they right. um can't expect that um you know and it, and it's just not what we're called to do we mentioned a verse in the last episode um from Matthew 7 where basically it says quit worrying about what other people are doing the speck in somebody else's eye until you deal with a plank in your own and that's you know you got got to focus on that don't expect people to have all of that in fact um, one of my favorite stories in the bible um is uh i can't remember exactly where it's captured oh, it's john 8 i did write it down good uh it's <laughs> in uh that's right there yeah it's in uh john 8 and um there was a woman who was caught in adultery and so uh some some people caught her and uh they were they were chasing her in town they took her to the temple uh where jesus was and they brought her before him and um 
the the penalty at that time for um, for adultery was to be stoned to death. Um, and so they, these people they chased and they found they saw Jesus they said, "Hey Jesus, uh, this woman was caught in adultery. You know what should we do?" Um, Jesus gets up and kind of gets between the people and the woman and starts writing some stuff in the ground and he looks at the he looks at all the men there and he says, "Here's what you do. The first one of you who hasn't sinned can throw the first stone." Um, so of course, all of the men, we know nobody's perfect. All the men dropped their stones. They walked away. Um, and Jesus turns to the woman and says, look, nobody's here to accuse you go and sin no more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, be changed. Uh, and, and that's the kind of attitude we should have. If Jesus who lived a perfect life can have that attitude towards this woman who was caught in the act of sin and, and a sin that was egregious at the time, um, then, then that's the attitude we should have towards everybody. We shouldn't be intolerant of people because of their life choices. We should be intolerant of the sin for our lives. And then if somebody comes to you and wants to have that conversation of, hey, why do you do the things you do? Why do you believe those things? Then, then you can jump into that. This is why I do what I do, because I believe it's what's best for me and what's best for my life right now. Right. Well said, well said. So... The good news is that even even though the church has historically been rigid and intolerant, and we said historically there, but let's face it, we're still rigid and intolerant. Yeah, yeah. Um, it happens. Yeah, the good news is about the, about, the good news about that is that God isn't um, rigid and intolerant. Mm-hmm. Um, he laid out how He wants us to live, and in that's in the Bible. And you know, people say there's no handbook for life, but there really is. Yeah, um, the yeah. Bible is truly a handbook for life. Um, and it's not a book, you know, we've, we've said this before, um, or we will say this. I don't remember which episode we, we're going to do this in, but we're talking <laughs> about the rules and everything right. in church. Um, the Bible's not about a bunch of rules. Um, the Bible's about how to live an abundant life. Right. And if we, um, break those rules, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, if we abide by those rules, our life is going to be a lot easier. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the thing about that. Um, but regardless of where we've been, he loves us all the same, and he gives us all the same opportunity to be saved. Yeah, and and that salvation is is real simple. It's it's not about being perfect. In fact, you know we we like to break it down to the ABCs of of salvation, like we do for uh, at VBS and for our kids programs. And it but it applies to to everybody. And and uh, the ABCs A is admit that you're a sinner. It starts right there that. Um, nobody's perfect that we all have our issues and and nobody's going to be perfect you know accepting jesus and claiming that salvation doesn't make you perfect um you know we've talked about it before that it makes you want to live a better life and live the way he taught but you're still not going to still not going to be perfect um not going to happen um so just admit that admit that you're a sinner b is believe that jesus is who he said he is that he's god's son that he lived that perfect life He came and he died, but he also rose again, and that he's going to come back at some point. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Whether, you know, the end is near or not, Mm -hmm. you know, we know that at some point he's coming back. Right. Um, And then C is is commit your life to him, confess your faith in him, Um, and, and, you know, be open with it, you know, tell somebody about it, and, and truly commit to living life his way we're not going to be perfect in that um you know like i said i was born in the church i've always known this stuff and i mess up on a daily basis minute by minute i've you know 
um, there are issues there. So it's not about being perfect, but it's about committing your life to doing things his way. And I find it interesting that you said, you know, you, you, you know, this stuff you've, you've grown up in the church. Um, but you still can't easily admit that you don't know everything, nope. you know, uh, and you've not. been in church all your life and, and there's so much to know. Mm-hmm. You still don't, you still don't know it all. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and just as, as life changes, you know, I'm, uh, I'm 30 now and, uh, and married and, uh, been married for about two years. And so the things I learned in the Bible as a kid still apply today but it looks a lot different than it did then. And mm-hmm. as your life changes, it means different things. I'm always learning new stuff and what it means to, you know, we're talking about loving people and not letting, not letting sin get in the way of loving on people and, and not being intolerant. That means something different now than it did before I was married. Um, mm-hmm. That means something different now than it did as a kid. And, and so, yeah, I'm always learning new things. Right. Um, absolutely. So uh, we're going to uh, wrap it up with our favorite segment of the show, uh, From the Outside, Looking Inside, Looking Out. Love that title. Fun. (laughs) All right. So my part of this is the outside looking in. And again, just uh, where I came from, I didn't grow up in the church. So um, I didn't know much about it up until, you know, as of this recording, about um, nine years ago, somewhere Mm. around there. So um, we we started looking into it and... and, um, um, started trying to get past all of the the things that I believed mm-hmm. um, uh, from you know from what I've heard about the church with the hypo- hypocrisy um, with the uh, intolerance with the rigidity mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know like episode two we've got to pull the log out of our own eyes um, before we start worrying about somebody else's yeah. spec yeah. and um, our goal is to want people to come to church mm-hmm. but not for us, not right. for our benefit. Um, we want them to be introduced to Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Jesus doesn't want your money. Jesus doesn't right. want anything um, but you yeah. uh, as a person. And and um, if people feel judged before they walk in the door, there's no way they're going to want to be a part of it. Yeah. And that's what I always felt like. I always felt like I was being judged. Uh, well, and there were times when I didn't feel like I was being judged. I was being judged. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. So you're not wrong in thinking that, but the church is wrong in doing that. Right. Um, but we are human, and we all make mistakes. And um, you know, the church just needs to needs to improve in this area. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, from the inside looking out perspective, from from growing up in the church, you know, first and foremost, um, just a kind of a disclaimer: the church has to live by biblical teaching. Mm-hmm. If we don't, um, we're not living the way that Jesus called us to, and we're not living um, we're not living the Christian life. And and that's it's really important that that we do stick to those beliefs and that we live that way. Um, but part of that, part of that biblical teaching is loving people. Um, you know, break it down real simple. The and this is this is a big time paraphrase, but Jesus said the greatest two commands are this: love God, love people. Um, and, uh, and that, so we have to remember that we have to remember that while we are, um, living life uh, the way that God told us to, that we're also loving people and that we're not going around judging others for decisions that they've made or for, or for past sin that, you know, they may be ashamed of and trying to get away from trying to break out of it, but oh no. Like mm-hmm. you're, you, you, you had that struggle. That's, you know, um, I'll, I'm going to slip off here a little bit, but I, I can think of, 
several times growing up in, in very traditional churches where um, issues like divorce came up. And, you know, well, you can't be a leader in the church because of because you've had a divorce. You can't be a deacon or something like that. And 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 I understand, you know, where some of that comes from and, and where they think that that's, you know, the, the current standard. But um, but what I would say is somebody's getting out of their sin. Right. Somebody's getting away from that. There are they are. Don't judge somebody for where they came from. Right. That's not what God does to us. He looks at us new every day. And we need to be careful as the church that we're not pushing people away because we're focused on something that happened to their past or something they're struggling with. Because let's be real, nobody's perfect. Right. And and that's that's what we keep coming back to. I know we say it a lot, but nobody's perfect. And it's just real important that we keep that perspective so that we don't push people away, that we don't come across as rigid and intolerant. Um, even though we feel that way about sin, we cannot be that way about people. Uh, we can't let those biblical views become an intolerance of people because we're called to love them just like God does. Absolutely. Yeah. Well said. Um, well, I think that's going to about wrap it up for this episode. Um, enjoyed talking with everybody and, um, you know, get out there and check out a church if you're, if you're, uh, so inclined and hopefully you'll be able to look past some of the issues, um, Hopefully you'll be able to do what the church needs to do and mm-hmm. take the log out of your own eye mm-hmm. um, and not judge the church for imperfect people just the way the church shouldn't judge imperfect people outside. Absolutely. Absolutely. also want to take this opportunity to invite you to check out our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Jesus and our website simplifiedjesus.com. We're working on a few different projects and I uh, just invite you to come check out what we're doing. That's where you'll be able to find the latest podcast, may have some blogs at some point up there and some of our other projects that are ongoing. So I invite you guys to come check that out. Thank you much and we'll talk to you next time. I right, see you guys. Cool. What do you think about what do you think about adding in prayer at the end of each one? Just hmm. praying for the people who are listening. Is do you think that'd be too? Because we're trying to reach people outside of the church who may not understand prayer. Sure. So I don't. I wouldn't want it to be too deep of a prayer, but right. something just to say. Maybe maybe almost a, a brief introduction to what prayer is like. Or, mm. or not, yeah. to, not as a teaching, but just to literally pray for the people listening. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. I think that could be. I think it could be really good, and, and like you, like we've been talking about, making sure that our focus is in the right place. That we're that that part of the message always gets out. Mm-hmm. Um, that that you know, no, like this is about. You know, we are a couple of Christian dudes who are trying to live the Christian life, and this mm-hmm. is you know part of that is prayer. Um, hmm. Well, and I thought about that too. That that. I don't want people to think that we're trying to come off like we're pastors or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 for because sure. Because we're, I mean, like you said, we're just a couple of Christian dudes trying to help other people see what it's actually like. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I like that. I think that could be really good. I think that could be a, a good way to, to kind of wrap it up. And if somebody's uncomfortable with it, they can just stop the episode, you yeah. know. Um, but I think that's, uh, I, I like that like that well why don't we we won't do it for the last one or the other ones we've recorded well we didn't do it for the other two Mm -mm. i don't want to we already edited those um 
We can make it a point forward decision though. Start on episode six. Yeah. And and start including that. Yeah, I like that. Because it because if it morph if if the podcast morphs a little bit over time, I don't, I don't oh, see yeah. any issue with that. Especially these first few episodes. It's yeah. Yeah. And it's going to. We're going to come up with ideas and. and oh yeah. I mean, it's already and, changed a lot from where we started. So. Yeah, it has. It has uh, for the better. I agree. I uh, agree. And I. I wonder if we shouldn't also, you know, kind of put a disclaimer like, you know what? Hey, we're going to pray because mm-hmm. I don't want people to feel like, like what I felt like within that story right. with my friend's dad. Mm-hmm. Like if they're not comfortable with prayer, hey, we're going to pray now. We're mm-hmm. going to pray for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to pray for us and the church. And if you're not comfortable with that, this is where, this is where you take your leave. Yeah. And yeah. you can shut it off now. And, right. and uh, um, for those that want to be a part of that, mm-hmm. keep listening. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Okay. I think it's a good idea. That's a good, that'd be a good way to close it out and uh, end it the right way. I like that these two kind of, well, episode two and episode three kind of work together. Yeah. Um, that was, um, it's one of those important topics that, that mm-hmm. have a lot of depth to it. Yeah, and I, and I appreciate the fact that so much of it is overlapping. They're, they're all tying together. You know, we're talking about how it's not about rules in relationship. Well, we've got a whole episode about that, but it's it matters here just as much as it does back there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 a consistent message all the way through. We we focus on different issues in each episode, but it's at the end of the day, it's the same message. Yeah. So. Good stuff. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All 